Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. Good morning and welcome to the Essen Fressen show on High FM 101.9. I'm your host, Adrian Bagatti. So before we get chatting, I just want to remind everybody that if you have any comments, suggestions, questions or topics you think we should cover, please let us know via Telegram on 061-895-1019 and SMS us on 34519. SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50. And then lastly, you can send us an email to onair at highfm.com. Right, so the first thing we're going to talk about is the bad news. The bad news is that um, the cost of Pesach goods this year is once again extremely high and going to put a major dent in everyone's pocket. The good news is with Pesach just over two weeks away, I have some tips to share about keeping the costs down, as well as some food tips for the days before and during Pesach that aren't going to insure your wallet too much. And we'll talk about the Seder's Blineder next week. For some reason, we all go a little mad shopping for Pesach and land up buying things we wouldn't normally eat during the rest of the year. Things like chocolates, chips, other snacks, but a box of 100 rand biscuits is just not within people's budgets. And when you think about it, do you really have biscuits in your house all the time? If you do, well, then possibly look at finding either another alternative or learning to bake your own, which is what I've done. Um, I am not a baker by nature. I am a cook. So for me, baking biscuits has always been a bit of a uh, hit and miss thing. But I have found some simple recipes over the years on the internet that have actually worked out. Um, I'd say it's a 50-50 pass, like that they pass muster or that they're inedible and land up in the bin. Either way, give it a try. Um, It's a fun thing to do with the kids and it can get them involved as well. I did work out that in one year, like in one Pesach, we spend the same, if not more, on that one week as we do in the whole month on our groceries. That's a lot to buy. And I think part of it is we all have this notion of there's nothing to eat over Pesach and we go mad. We buy box cakes, we buy biscuits, we buy all these things that are just so expensive. And when you stop to think, well, you don't actually have those during the year. Maybe you have for Shabbos or or something like that. So getting it only for the Seders is great or for the first two days of Pesach and maybe the last two days, which thankfully this year fall on Shabbos. So you can combine the treats. Um, But otherwise, going overboard like that is a little much. And we need to be a bit more careful of that. So the first thing is to be very aware of your shopping. And you're listening to the SN Freshman Show on High FM 101.9. I'm your host, Adrian Bugatti. And once again, a reminder that if you have any comments or suggestions, questions or topics that you think we should cover, please let us know via Telegram on 061-895-1019 or SMS us on 34519. SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50. Or send us an email to onair at highfm.com. 
What I'd really like to talk about, though, also is if you've got ideas for Pesach that, and for the seders that help you save money or simple, easy recipes, why don't you share them with us? We'd love to be able to give them out to people and to help everybody's Pesach become a little simpler. You're listening to Adrian Bugatti on the SM Fresen Show. Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bugatti. It's all about the food. Welcome back. This is the Essen Fresen Show on Chai FM 101.9. I'm your host, Adrian Bugatti. A reminder that if you have any comments or suggestions, questions or topics that you think we should cover, let us know via Telegram on 061-895-1019 or SMS us on 34519. SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50 or send us an email to onair at highfm.com. In the past, we've never known what we can buy and what we can't buy in advance. In the last three years, at least, we've been lucky enough to get what's called the green list. This is a product list that doesn't need for any products that don't need specifically kosher for Pesach action. And you can find the full list in the Pesach guide this year. Um, and there's so much. There's your, you know, Jacob's coffee. There's um, all your plain teas. So your normal jokos and things like that. Even rooibos tea, which is great for Pesach. Um, and I'll tell you why in a few minutes. And also um, things like your salts, your whole spices, all those kind of things. A lot of that doesn't need the hasha, which means that you, as long as they're kosher during the year, you can use them at Pesach, just buy a new bottle. The same applies as if you aren't able to get Chalav Israel milk or Pesach milk before, you know, for Pesach, as long as you buy bottles and only the fresh milk before Pesach, freeze them and have you can use them during Pesach. So those are kind of things that, that we need to remember. Things like butter, for me, butter is a big thing. It's nice to know that if I cannot get Pesach the butter, as long as I get it before Pesach and it is already kosher butter, we can put it in the freezer or in the fridge for Pesach and I can have my butter because I am not a margarine fan at all. We want to know what are we going to feed our families either for Pesach or even before Pesach. And for most of us, there's a thing that you can't have matzah before Pesach. So what are you going to do? Well, I do know that there are recipes out there for Pesach rolls. And that's for families, especially with young children who do need sandwiches to keep them full. Now, I haven't ever made them because it's just I find it very difficult to wrap my head around rolls on Pesach. Um, and thankfully, I've got older children and they understand that there is no rolls or, or pasta or anything like that. So I can't tell you where to find the best recipes, but I know there are plenty when you start looking. And then for breakfast ideas, we have Pesach smoothies. They are so easy. Chalav Israel yogurt or Pesach Dek yogurt is available. Um, there is always at least two flavors. So they're easy to make. Even if you're using plain yogurt, just add your fruit, some honey some milk if you like it a little softener, and ice if you like it like as a um, freezer, and your stick blender. Now, I often make without the ice a big jug of smoothie at night, like just before I go to sleep, and it's in the fridge. And for those who want it in the morning, they just pour themselves a glass for breakfast. And it's great for people on the run or going to work, whatever. You can put it in a little take, you know, bottle to, to take to work, and it's a great snack. 
During Pesach, um, I have two family members who absolutely love for breakfast matzah meal with milk. For them, it's like having pro neutro with milk. Um, still haven't ever worked that one out. I can think of nothing worse, but they absolutely love it. So I buy more matzah meal than I buy uh, matzah itself. Or I will take last year's matzah, if I've still got some in my freezer, and turn that into my matzah meal. Another one, which is one of my favorites, is obviously the matzah braai, which is your egg with the broken up matzah inside. And that can be, it's almost like a French toast, but with matzah. But why not just plain omelets? And I don't mean by plain omelets by just an egg. I'm talking about omelets with tomatoes and onions and spinach and put inside. You can get um, pesos with feta cheese. So cut up some feta cheese, grate some normal cheese onto your omelet. And there are so many different ways of preparing that. Mini quiches are fantastic. You can find crustless quiches where you do like your, um, if you've got a Pesach recipe muffin batter, you can have little grated vegetable muffins, you know, grating uh, carrots and baby marrow into your um, muffin mix. And those are little savory muffins to have as a snack, like or something for lunch. Lunches are also often for me uh, cold meat. It's one time of the year I sort of will actually allow uh, processed sausages. There's tuna salad. There's matzo with cream cheese. There's delicious matzo pizza. And it's so easy to make. Um, I don't even use pasta sauce. I use tomato sauce with some um, herbs like oregano or something like that. I grate the cheese over and just grill it for a few seconds and it's done and everybody loves that but another snack is to cut up cheese into little bite-sized blocks the kids can have that if you've got young kids then fruit on a stick wonderful what i used to do was the cheese i would use cherry tomatoes i would cut up little bits of apple uh, little bits of oranges or cucumber if you just want plain salad ingredients Put them on the stick and the kids would love those and it's fine you could keep them in the fridge and they just help themselves as they want um just a reminder you're listening to the s and fresen show i am adrian bugatti and if you've got any comments or suggestions questions or topics you think we should cover let us know via telegram on 061-895-1019 sms us on 34519 SMSs are charged at one rand fifty, or email us on air at chayfm.com. Whether you are chalishing for chalas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. Welcome back. I'm Adrian Bagatti, your host. So we're talking about meals for Pesach before and after. So one of the things for dinners are lasagnas. I use matzah to make the sheets. Um, you can soak them in water if you need them to be molded into your uh, lasagna dish. If you, you know, they don't break that way, but they're great. You make your normal sauces and there you go. Another thing is I'll often have like a butternut. I'll take the butternut, bake it in the oven, cut it either into halves or quarters, depending on who I'm feeding. I make my normal mince, obviously without my beans which I usually add to bulk up my mince. And then um, just put in the onion, tomatoes, normal stuff into your um, cut up butternut. 
and it is delicious. Another way to serve it is um, peppers, green peppers, cut the top off, clean them out inside so that there's no seeds, stuff it with mince. That's also a great one. You can use tuna instead of mince if you prefer. That's also delicious. Um, obviously, if there's leftovers from the seders, we use those. So there will be nights where everybody has a little bit of something, you know, from leftover that we've just sort of heated up in the oven for a quick minute. If you've got a, a microwave for pace up, that's even better. And, you know, it doesn't have to be fancy. It's not wasting food, which is very important. And for those who need non-dairy alternatives for milk, I have made it one, obviously not as great as the, pro the processed almond milk, but it's available. And that is making your own almond milk. And all this involves is crushing your almonds. So take a blender or whatever it is into like a fine powder and tying those into some muslin cloth in a bowl or in a jug with water. And the water, you leave it to soak for a few hours and the water turns that milky white. And then you just squeeze out all the liquid from the almonds and you have almond milks. I can't give you quantities because it depends on how much you need and how much you want. Then another thing that I've been looking at, and that is your sodas, your cold drinks. During the week and during the year, do you have cold drink every night or do you only do this on Pesach? And if so, why? Why not leave it for the cold drinks for only the seders? And that is something if you're having people over, um, for me, that is something I usually ask people to bring is instead of them bringing food from their house, would they please bring me some drinks? And that just, you know, cuts down. We don't buy drinks for during the year. We don't buy drinks for Pesach. So that saves us a lot of money. I do have cold drink, obviously, for the seders. But another thing that is great to have is to use your rooibos tea bags. You make a jug of rooibos tea, so you use three or four uh, tea bags, um, cut up some fresh fruit and put that in. So one of the nice ones is kiwi, we love that, or strawberries, or even just ordinary berries. You put them in while the water is still warm and then allow it to cool and in the fridge. You can sweeten it if you want to, or the fruit can be your sweetener. And that's nice to have as a drink during the day. And another tip for saving yourself a lot of money, a lot of hassle, a lot of effort is meal planning. For those who don't know, I am a big meal planner. We plan our meals for the whole year. Pesach is no different because once you have a meal plan, you know what you need. Now, another tip that comes with that is if you have proper storage and you've been able to store stuff from last year to this year, go there, have a look what you already have and use your meal plan for that. Shop at home first before going out to buy new things. So for me, my spices are stored in airtight containers and I think there are some that are about five years old at least, if not more. But because they're airtight, they don't go off. Um, if you've got the space, you can put them in a container in your freezer. Um, I've done that with matzah from the previous year. Glad wrap the matzah, put it in the freezer and use it the next year. It really is a nice way to save a bit of money. Uh, matzah meal, if you've opened it, it works the same. In a airtight container, into your freezer to keep it fresh and insect free. And that helps. Now, 
I know we hear this refrain all the time. There's nothing to eat. Now, this refrain happens during the year as well as Pesach, but I think it's louder on Pesach for some reason. And one of the things, the reasons for this is anything in your fridge involves prep. And I know I'm a lazy person. I will see the pineapple on my kitchen counter and not eat it, eat it because the thought of cutting it up is just too much. So thankfully, I have someone who cuts up my pineapples for me. We, we will cut up like three or four pineapples, put it in a container. It goes in the fridge. The same with um, other fruits that need to you know, be skinned or whatever. They'll be cut up. Um, so something like kiwi, I would only do a few, depending on how many people like the kiwi. Um, I slice those up maybe every two days if we're doing kiwi. Strawberries, just take the whole lot, top them, cut them up, put them back in your fridge. People can help themselves. So one of the things I learned a long time ago is as much as my family love fruit, they don't like fruit salad. Want to get them to eat fruit? Just have fruit cut up. And that worked out individually. They don't like them mixed together or anything like that. So I have all of that ready for them. And, and that means a little bit of prep. But a little bit of prep is probably going to save you a big headache in the long run. And it is going to avoid that there's nothing to eat. What's to eat? I'm hungry. It's always there, always available. During the year, I would say popcorn, have that ready. But obviously, Pesa, we can't do that. Um, what I do do is I make a large ginger cake, which is usually for the first two days, but I also make biscuits. I have one biscuit recipe. Every year I have to search for the same thing. I, I put it somewhere safe so I don't lose it because it's the only recipe that's ever worked. And it's a, just a basic biscuit recipe. The other thing that I do make is a lot more expensive and it's only for the seders or for Shabbos. And that is a salted caramel matzo biscuit which I got from uh, Jamie Geller's uh, website and it is matzo with salted caramel and melted chocolate and crushed nuts on top they go so fast that I tend not to make a lot because the price of baking chocolate for Pesach the price of the matzo and the honey well not the honey I do butter um so you have to make it more the caramel doesn't come out as nice when it's power but it's an easy one I don't even do it the way they want because what they do is you make make the caramel and then you reheat it again um which I've never done I've always just done the caramel poured it over my matzah allowed it to harden and then while it's still warm put the grated chocolate on, which melts the chocolate, put a bit of salt flakes and ground nuts. And that's how I do it. Most recipes call for us to recook caramel to make it into a proper caramel. So that's it. And then the last thing. So those are the first few things that we want to remember. I'm Adrian Bugatti. And a reminder that if you have any comments or suggestions, questions or topics, that you think we should cover, please let us know via Telegram on 061-895-1019. SMS us on 34519. SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50 or send us an email to onair at chaifm.com. Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. 
Okay, some updates from around the world, kosher updates. First one is KCSA, that is Kosher Certified South Africa. They have Bet on Better Honey, which is now certified under their Hesha. The only update from the USA, UOS, sorry, is the Pesach Guide, which you can find on their website to download. Update from Mexican Kashrut Alert, and that is called Shell Pride Cream Cheese Salmon Roll. Uh, they are marked Parav, but are in fact dairy. Then from OU, Blue Bonnet Light Margarine has both OU Parav and Inkjetted OU-D, which stands for dairy. Um, the product is actually Parav. Then there are various products sold by Dara Foods under the brands Nimet or Farouk Gulu. Both bear an unauthorized OK symbol. The company is not certified by OK. Broward County, Florida. Please be advised that Mixed Berries Greek Yogurt Parfait produced by GRB NGO, that's Deliver Lean, on the 3rd, on the 21st of March and the 22nd of March, contain flesh, I apologize, I don't know why I can't speak, contain fresh blackberries, which are not authorized by the ORB. Then there's Durav Mills Nacho Cheese Seasoning. This bears an unauthorized Star K symbol and is not kosher certified. Simple Mills Fine Ground Sea Salt, Almond Flour Crackers, are labeled OU dairy, but in fact, the true status is at present time dairy equipment. Simple Mills sprouted crackers. If there is no dairy in the ingredients, then this means dairy equipment. Okay, so when it says dairy on that. We have a limited investor offering at the Reed Terrace Development in Glen Hazel. You can join the property market. This is an opportunity for you to invest in property easily, hassle-free, and without any risk. Rental income is guaranteed. The developers will pay your rent to you for the 24 months and manage your property for you. Realize and increase your property's value. The best time to buy now off plan. See your property value skyrocket. With as little as 15,000 rand deposit secures you a quality apartment for life. Furniture packages are available. Rental guarantee for the first 20 buyers only. Contact Reed Terrace at www.reedterrace.co.za. You have been listening to the Essen Fresen Show. I am Adrian Bugatti and have a wonderful week. Stay safe, stay warm. And a reminder that if you have any comments or suggestions, questions or topics that you think we should cover, let us know via Telegram on 061-895-1019, SMS us on 34519, SMS is charged at 1 Rand 50, or send us an email on air at highfm.com. Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food.